So this morning I would like to uh, share uh, scripture out of Acts chapter 2 and then um, talk about hearing God. So one of the things I know for sure that, that every one of us uh, at times hear God and maybe every day hear God speaking to us. And sometimes in this busy world of uh, things that are going on, whether it's work-related or whether it's uh, the things that are going on in the world, that uh, sometimes it's difficult to hear God because we uh, allow the noise of this world to drown out uh, what God is saying to us. So um, I'd just like to uh, pray and then uh, read the scripture from Acts chapter 2, verses 14 to 21. God, I pray that you'll be with us this morning. May you help us, Lord, to hear your voice uh, in the midst of this world, in the midst of the things that we go through. Lord, there are some that are going through very difficult situations right now, Lord, in their lives. And I pray, God, that you will give them uh, the strength they need from moment to moment, day to day, as they go through those things. And there's other people that are rejoicing, that are that are uh, experiencing you in a new and a fresh way. And Lord, as, as we listen to your voice, may we be able to discern what you're saying in this time and in this place. Lord, I pray for every person that's here this morning that are hearing these words. And if uh, anyone that's listening on live streaming, that God, that, that you will speak to their heart and that they will hear what you have for us to hear today. And we'll pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So Acts chapter 2, verses 14 to 21, uh, says this. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These men are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. No, this is what was spoken of by the prophet Joel. In the last day, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heaven above and signs on the earth below. Blood and fire and bellows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So this morning I want to make an attempt to talk about uh, how we hear God today. And so I know that everything that I share today will be, it will not be complete, it will be incomplete because we don't know all things. It would take hours to talk about how God has spoken in the past through the scripture, how God is speaking today, and how God is speaking to, into the future. There's a verse that clarifies the reality for us and it's found in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, where it says that we may have an understanding of many things and we know the love of God. However, all of everything we know is nothing in comparison to what God knows. And the verse says this, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. God is infinite. God is all-knowing. God is all-powerful. There's no beginning and no end. 
Our ability, however, is finite, which means we need to have a beginning and end. Our, our ability, our, our things that we know are finite. They're limited. God is unlimited. In the past, God has spoken in a variety of ways. In Genesis, God spoke to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, walking in the cool of the evening. With Abraham, he visited with three men, plus other times. Moses heard Jesus, God speaking through a bush, inflamed but did not burn up. God spoke to Joseph in dreams. God spoke to Balaam through a donkey. God responded to Daniel in, in his prayers, and God spoke to Isaiah by visions. God spoke to Samuel by calling his name. And God sent the angel Gabriel to speak to Mary. And Saul, later to be called Paul, heard a voice from heaven. And as God has spoken in the past, he is still speaking today. The following list is so incomplete because nothing is impossible with God. Nothing. I've listed eight ways that God speaks to us today. And at first I started out with seven. But as I prayed and meditated on it, I added an eighth one. And you'll see why when we get to the eighth uh, way God speaks to us. So like I said, this is a feeble attempt to say that God is speaking today. The question is, are we listening? Are we really listening to what God is saying? So before I share these, uh, these, this list, I would just like to share this experience that I had. Uh, last spring, I was tilling the garden with a tractor and a tiller. And as I was working, I had this sense that God was speaking and was saying, Dennis, I want you to go visit your neighbor. Well, many of you, when you start a job, you like to get it done. You don't want to leave it halfway, half done. And so, the same way that I am. I wanted to get this tilling job done, and, and then I would go do what I thought God was asking me to do. But it kept on coming back to me. I want you to go and visit your neighbor. And so then I started using excuses like, uh, I know this person will be at work. He's not there. But I still had this sense. And so, in the middle of tilling the garden... I shut the tractor off, I got in my truck, I drove down the road, and he wasn't home. And I said, I knew that this person wasn't here. And uh, this is what I sensed that God said to me. I just want to see if you'd be willing to be obedient. So, what could you say to that? So the eight ways that God speaks to us today, one of the ways that God speaks to us is through Scripture. And in 2 Timothy, says that all Scripture is God-breathed, and that we must not take Scripture out of context. We can go to Scripture if we need encouragement, if we need hope, if we need forgiveness, if we need healing, where we can spend eternity. It's there. The scripture sometimes gives us a warning, a word of encouragement, or maybe a lesson for life's journey that we're on. Scripture helps us to be equipped for our earthly life and informs us of life beyond the grave. And God speaks to us 
through Jesus' words in the Bible. The New Testament has the details of God's plan for redemption for everyone. It's the gospel, the wonderful news of Jesus Christ. In the Old Testament, God spoke through men and women and the prophets in various ways. In the New Testament, God spoke through his son, who God anointed and appointed heir of all things. Through the words of Jesus, we can hear what God is like, full of truth and grace and mercy. Jesus' words are for everyone, everyone in the world. No one is left out. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And God speaks through other believers. God may use a friend, a teacher, a parent, a pastor to convey his truth and love for each of us. They may come as a blessing, a warning, a prophetic word. The choice will be to listen. To, to ignore, it will be your choice. I remember about a year ago, I was at a 6 o'clock morning fight club here at the, at the church. And uh, we were talking about some things. And I confess that one of the things that I do when I watch TV or the internet and I, it's, it's not to my credit, is that when I am watching sometimes when they bleep a word, I find myself filling in the letters to that word. And I think it's, it's, it's horrible, but I find myself doing that once in a while. And, and so I shared that, and one of the guys said, well, Dennis, maybe you're watching the wrong stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> who can argue with that? I think I was. And then God speaks by his Holy Spirit. And this is, this is huge. God speaks to us. We may have a sense to, to maybe call someone or to pray. Or some may call it God's still small voice. We are made in the image of God. And we confess our sins and put our faith and trust in Jesus alone as our Lord and Savior. We are filled with the Holy Spirit. God's Spirit helps us with the decisions if we are listening and warms us when we are tempted. You know, not everything that pops into my head or your head is God-breathed. The good ideas that do not contradict Scripture are usable because we know that God wants the best for each of us. All the others should be sent to file 13 or shredded Many times our good ideas for further refining, need further refining. Even today, every person who hears these words may come away with a truth that fits, fits them. You know, numerous times I've moved away from my notes and I've said something that someone after the service has said, you know, that really spoke to me. Well, it wasn't even part of what I was going to say. And so I believe that's how the Spirit moves in our hearts and lives. Now someday I may just decide that I'm going to pray and ask God to uh, give me the words and I'm going to get up here and I'm not going to have any of these notes. And uh, it may not go well, but it may. Because it says in the, in the Word of God that uh, uh, He will give us the words to speak. This may come as a surprise to you, but I've never had this happen before in my life, but in July... I woke up about five o'clock. I was wide awake, and uh, 
I heard my name spoken. Dennis. I looked over, Marlene was asleep, and uh, I had two grandsons laying on the floor, and they were both asleep. They wouldn't have called me that name anyway. But I heard, I heard my name, and so I said, here I am, Lord, I'm listening. And I heard nothing more, but I do know that God was trying to get my attention. We have, it's hard to, under, hard to explain how the Holy Spirit works in our lives. Also, God speaks through prayer. All these things I am sharing are related. You can see the relationship with all of them. The Spirit prompts us to pray for someone. We are told when we do not know how to pray in Romans 8.26 that the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Holy Spirit intercedes for each of us. And then like uh, we were singing this morning, and, and God speaks through music. That's what Deb said. God speaks through music, and as we were asked to, to uh, raise our hand when God has been speaking to us. When we praise God through the words of music, it brings us to a wonderful sense and presence of God. Sounds like, what a friend we have in Jesus, or here I am to worship, or I surrender all, or just as I am without one plea. And you can name songs that speak to your heart as you worship God. Irv said that the song, It Is Well With My Soul, spoke to him when it was not well with his soul. And God speaks through dreams and visions and circumstances and pictures. Have you ever experienced any of these that you know that God is speaking to you? I know some of you have. Probably many of you have. I had a, a number of years ago, I was sitting in this congregation and I saw people arriving in this parking lot out here. They were getting out of their cars with crutches and wheelchairs and there wasn't very many people that were walking in without some assistance. And when they got to the door, they threw their crutches down, they, they pushed their wheelchairs aside, walked in and sat down for the service. When the service was over, they got up, walked out, picked up their crutches, picked up their wheelchairs, went to the cars and went home. I don't know what that says to you, but it says to me that sometimes we are not honest with each other. We're not. I know that there's people that are hurting and you wouldn't know it. There's people that are joyful and sometimes we even don't know that. So I believe that God speaks to us and God wants to get, he wants you to hear what he's saying. And then the eighth one, which I felt I needed to put on is that those seven things that I listed, the eighth one covers everything else because our, my finite mind will not allow me to, to, to describe how God can speak to each of us. Because it says in the, in the eighth chapter, uh, 
or in John chapter 21, 25, it says that Jesus did many things as well. If every one of them were written down, I suppose that the, even the whole world would not have room for the books that would be written. And so I think in a similar way, to make a list of the ways God speaks to us today is so incomplete. If every way God speaks to us today were written down, probably the whole world would not be able to have room for all the books that would be written about the way God speaks to each of us today. So in listing eight things, the eighth one, whatever I missed, is covered. So I asked a few people uh, in closing uh, that they would just to share some experiences of how God speaks to them. And so um, j just uh, quickly, uh, Greg speaks of feeling close to God and hearing him clear when planting seeds in the field. As he plants and as he, pray, as he prays, and as now, I don't know if you know this, but uh, tractors will drive by themselves pretty well, like auto steering, and so you can sit back and so you don't have to pay quite as much attention to get the, the road straight. Uh, and he, as he watches the miracle of growing plants, he's reassured in times of doubt that God is with him all the time. And Herb speaks of the variety of ways God speaks to him through other Christians, through scripture, through nature, and that it always seems to, so, to be so smack dab on. Whether it's a sermon, scripture, hymn, or testimony, it's always exactly what God wants to say to him. Emma speaks of some years ago being very fearful one night and uh, being comforted by the presence of a spiritual being indicating, do not fear, because I am with you. I will always be with you. Emma experiences that still small voice, that nudge to call, write a note, or make food. We know she makes food. To pray and to get, at times, gets awakened at night to write a God-anointed letter that just flows about what to write. Many times in the passing of a loved one. Most of all, she is grateful and thankful for the miracles in Charlene's life. And April speaks of the call on everyone's life not just a select few. She shares that it is important that we want to hear God. She, she speaks of hearing God through nature, scripture, music, exercise, thoughts and feelings. Lately she has heard through fellow believers that have offered tremendous wisdom and godly advice. She admits she doesn't have it all figured out, but wants to jump in with both feet to pursue her relationship with Jesus alongside other believers. She speaks of the encouragement we can be to each other. And I'm sure that there are so many more of you that would be able to share how God speaks to you and how, how you have sensed the presence of God in your life. And I know some of you have shared dreams, some of you have shared visions, some of you have talked about how God speaks to you in the midst of whether it's in a joyful time or in a time of difficulty that God speaks to you. And, and when, when we are prompted to call someone or to encourage someone that, uh, that we do that. So let's just uh, close this time in, in prayer. God, let's thank you, for, thank you for today. God, I pray that, uh, that your spirit has been speaking to each one of us today, that we will hear clearly what you are asking us to do, whether it's a word of encouragement or a word of warning, whatever it may be, God, that you will want to be in our lives, that you want to uh, 
you want to show us how much you love us. And you do know every one of us by name. It says in, in Psalm 139 that there is no place that we can go from your presence. We can't go up to the heights. We can't go to the depths. We can't go anywhere without your presence being there. So God, we are so grateful and thankful that you knew us even before we were born. And all the days on this earth for each one of us are numbered before we breathe our first breath. God, I thank you, thank you that we are so fearfully and wonderfully made. And God, I thank you for each person that's here today. May you just speak to our heart. And for those that, that may be listening on live stream, God, I pray that you speak to their heart even now, that you will just help us to know, first of all, God, that you love us, that you care for us, and that you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. We're grateful and thankful that we can be here today to worship you, to celebrate, to sing, to pray together, to worship you, God. You are worthy of all praise and adoration. We thank you and praise you this all in the name of Jesus. Amen.